Hey everyone, I'm Josh Loftus, and this is the Everyday Monday Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everyday people doing everyday things in everyday churches. Whether you're a pastor, a plumber, or that dude that thinks being a man means not wearing cargo shorts, this podcast is for you. This is where we find value in the trenches of Christian life. Welcome to Every Day a Monday. And in the trenches with me today, I have a very special guest. He's the author of such books as Younger, Restlesser, and Reformer, the novel Playing Saint, and he's a podcaster on quite a few podcasts. I have the Honorable Reverend Zachary Bartles with me today. Mr. Bartles, how are you, sir? Who doesn't wear cargo shorts and thinks they're a man? Okay, so here's the thing. Did you? So you're on Twitter, right? Yeah. So there's this guy that I don't know what his name is, but he posted this this picture of 99. He says in honor of what was it in honor of uh, Mark Dever's birthday and the anniversary of like nine marks starting or something like that. Here's 99 things uh, that you need uh, to be considered a man. And I'm not I like I, I pray it was satirical. Because there was some stuff on there like you don't wear flip flops, uh, don't wear cargo shorts, um, always wear a white undershirt. Uh, that uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but but Usually the day just you that, don't, you know. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and well, maybe that's what he was going with. Yeah. What if we just wear white undershorts? But you have to wear long pants, and if you don't wear a watch, you're not a man either. So that's that that that's interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was I, I reposted. I'm like, I hope this is satire because I'm literally reading this in flip flops and cargo shorts right now. So that's. Uh, what if you yeah. have one of those uh, like chain watches, like the, the ooh Bob a chain? Watch. Yes, a chain watch, right? Yeah, that would be. I think that'd be fine as long as the chain watch went from like your pocket up to like like your pants, right? Right. As All long of as those- it's a long chain. All those things to me sound like they're great in theory, and then as mm. soon as you like see someone trying to live them out, you're like, yeah. okay, this is just like hipster d bag territory. There's no, oh, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, like Ted Cluck and I wrote a book called uh, The Christian Gentleman's Smoking Companion, which contains yeah. some. Uh, this is before hipsters became really what they, you know, really moved in. Uh, right. And there was stuff about wearing hats because it, we love the era when men all wore hats. Yeah. Uh, you know, making sure you shave like a man so you get the little thing with you know. That's where you, right. That's right. And <laughs> as soon as I like started seeing people like wearing fedoras, and I was like, no, you know what? Unpublish. Let's yeah. let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. So so we're gonna pull an audible here. I'm gonna read you some of these, and I want your hot takes on them. Okay. Mm-kay. Because. Uh, because because this is interesting. So he has under the the 99 steps toward manhood, uh, he has them broken up into different sections. He's got Christian life, personal habits, attitudinal, relational qualities, relationships with the opposite sex, and then miscellaneous. And miscellaneous is where all the good stuff's at. Right. So okay. 99 steps toward being a man starting at 64. You have to be on time, which is a good thing. Right. Get a driver's license. Get a job. Don't wear, and he calls them thongs. He means flip flops. I don't know who calls them thongs. Well, don't anymore. wear thongs, though, right? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does preface underwear or footwear. <laughs> wear a belt. Wear shoes with shoelaces. Learn to tie a tie. Learn to polish a shoe. Learn to drive a standard transmission. Learn to use jumper cables. Learn to build a fire. So it's just a whole this stuff. Uh, he says you have to get a dog. Ooh, you have to get rid of your neck hair. I mean, this all sounds fine. 
Um, it, it sounds I mean, like it uh, the kind of thing that's okay with freedom, but as soon as yeah. you get legalistic about always having to wear long pants, right? Unless right. you're in the mafia. I mean, good yeah, grief. that's true. That's true. Don't ever get a manicure and drink coffee, not tea. So, okay. I mean, that works. There's a lot of there's a lot of English men that are that are mad at him right now, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that was fun. Well, Zach, give us before we hop into just what we're actually supposed to be talking about. Um, just kind of give us a short bio of who you are, what you do for a living. Just kind of tell us a little bit about you, man. Um, well, I I am a pastor of a incredibly normal sized church uh, in the capital city of Michigan. Uh, I'm also a author of some books, as you mentioned, um, the, the uh, co-regent uh, over the Gut Check Empire with uh, my boy Ted Cluck, which is, uh, I, I don't want to say global, and I don't want to say multimedia, and I don't want to say, em- yeah, I want to say all those things. It's all those things. I would, say, a, I, I would say cosmic. Cosmic? Yeah, but, I mean, all yeah. right. In, in that yeah. we wrote the great American novel, which was also the great kind of one world government novel called re-raptured yes. um mm. so yeah, you know, yeah that's kind of what i i do for fun is uh smoke cigars and podcast and write books and got one son one wife what one <laughs> man of one son and one wife <laughs> excellent well i think you i think that's on the list here so you're doing well so nice. far All right. um yeah but uh, Ted Cluck is the one member of the Happy Rant that I have not had on the podcast yet, and they and 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 you can confirm this. Well, here's the thing: he's not anywhere on social. I can't get a hold of him anywhere. He doesn't have a Twitter. He doesn't have a Facebook, at least that he looks at. Uh-huh. And I finally got uh, I finally got Barnabas to 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 con me his email. So oh, we're going to be say, getting I could, him. I could have given it to you. That's it's not that hard to find. I think he just yeah. I don't know. He 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 likes being off the grid. And I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. Um, so give us just a little bit of, uh, tell us something about your church there that you really, really appreciate, really, really value. What's something about Judson that just, that, oh, you just you just absolutely love it? Well, one thing, whenever people are here, I always take them down into the basement, the bowels of the church, and show them our love clothing center, which is basically like, it looks like a, a Goodwill or something. It's just yeah. racks and racks and racks and racks of clothing, all for children. There you go. Uh, okay. So from like toddler three T three three T whatever it is up through okay. you know uh, high school, and uh, we've clothed forty thousand kids since that thing's been wow. open. And it's, Dude, it looks awesome. like a store, but and we call it call them shoppers and stuff. But it's all free. Um, yeah. And and so people who especially this time of year, people are going back to school, we're able to give yep. them new clothes, used clothes, uh, seven pairs right. of new underwear, seven pairs of new socks. It's it's a huge um, blessing to the people who do it and to to the people who are involved in the ministry, and yeah. I have almost nothing yeah. to do with it, and yet it's always where I take people in the church to show them how cool the right. church is. Uh, right. I really no, love very that. cool. A lot of Gucci, a lot of like high end. You would end, be surprised like, yeah, like, the the high end stuff we get. Honestly, we're yeah. in a university town, and uh, oh, okay. there's a huge uh, international student uh, contingent there, and a lot of really rich people and i mean yeah every year in the spring there are two or three or four i'm talking porsches even lamborghinis that are just abandoned because an yeah. international student bought it for cash drove it for four years and was like it's not worth even dealing with it's not worth my time just leave it yeah 
Yeah. So yeah, a lot, so, lot of. Uh, so how do you get into that market? Because right. I could see that you know that that would be quite the church, quote unquote, ministry. Is uh, <laughs> we, you know, we've got four or five Lambos out in the back that we're going to repurpose uh, for missions <laughs> trips, right? <laughs> Probably it wouldn't even be worth their time to you know <laughs> sign over the title, but I'm sure like, what yeah, happens is they wind up in. Uh, auctions. Which is... That's right. We're going on a mission trip to Daytona Beach. Who's who, who's with us? Yeah, <laughs> that that's an awesome service you guys are doing. That's really 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 neat. So kind of dovetailing a little bit into, uh, I don't know how it is in your area, uh, or you know, I think it's different depending on where you are in the states. But would you say that that getting plugged in in church and seeing the value of of serving and and uh, and community there is that something that that you guys uh, just kind of have down and that, that that's something that 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 you were really really seeing in your community or is that something that you would say is lacking well i mean you have kind of the spectrum um in any church where you have the 80 20 rule where 20 percent of the people are doing 80 <laughs> sure. percent of the stuff and i don't just mean like yeah. ministry and scrubbing floors i mean even when yeah. you have something that's fun you know you have 20, a core group that'll be there all the time um, right. Anytime the, the doors are open, then you have, you know, the the further toward me centered things get, the larger I think a share of people recognize the value of it. Um, right. Learning and and feeding and and uh, studying, you know, you'll get a, a bit, li- little bit bigger group, and then you'll always have a good chunk, probably half the people, uh, who who just show up on Sundays and that's their involvement in church, and and of course lately. Trends are those people who used to show up every Sunday show up every other Sunday now, or maybe sure. even a little less than that, um, which I'm still waiting for someone to explain that to me uh, yeah. in, a, in a way that is satisfying. Uh, but that's, I mean, I, I, we're, no, we're no outlier in that way. Uh, we have, uh, yeah. I think we're always trying to increase the number of people who are quote unquote engaged with or plugged into the church in a more... Uh, holistic way where it's sure. um, kind of like a, a key part of life and not something that's just tacked onto it. Um, sure. And, and sure. I think because I think that reflects whether or not, not always, I suppose, but th- the way it's supposed to be is that that reflects whether or not Christ is a, a key part of your life or just a little module that you've attached. And uh, right. I think you see when things get difficult, who for whom it was just a little extra add-on because that it, it's easy to pop off and, and it falls away. You know, like when you delete right. icons you don't use on your desktop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than it being the operating system is Jesus. Then at which point, right. you know, it takes a real major reformat to expunge that. Uh, right. I, and, and so, I, yeah, I think, we, I think we do as well as anyone. Um, but I think any, any church that's older in our church, I'm hoping to be here for the 100-year, uh, you know, the centennial celebration, which won't be until 2031, but... Um, yeah. If you've been around a while, you'll always have people who have kind of the old family connection to the church. But sure, sure. They, you know, so I, I think in like a new church plant or something, you're mm-hmm. more likely to have these are all people who are like, I need Jesus in my life. I'm there. Right. And I have those uh, here. We have those. Every church right. has those, hopefully. Um, but I think in a new church plant or, or a uh, even like kind of a, a relaunched church or something like that where there's there's kind of an emphasis on a bunch of people coming in and starting something the fact mm-hmm. that they're starting it and they're pouring themselves into it means you're going to have a much larger share of people who who say yeah i'm all into this whereas right. a more i mean like we, when i first got here in 2005 i yeah. could visit 
all but one of my shut-ins, and I had like 12 on foot, easily. They were right around yeah. the church, which was cool, right. um, but it's also an indicator that you're, you were kind of a more of a parish church, and one of the challenge that, challenges that comes with that is a lot of people just go there because it's where their family, it's where they grew up, it's where, and that's sure. cool, it's good sure. stuff, but then you have to work all the harder to make sure this is also a value in their lives. Now, right. Um, right. there's only one of my shut-ins that I could visit on foot. The rest of either yeah. I've done 161 funerals or something in 14 years. Um, wow. And the rest of them, the rest of the, most of the people, you have, you have to get in a car and drive, you know. So people are coming right. in from a distance to a church. I think then also you're more likely to find people who are um, engaged with it. Because you said you have those people that are already all in. Right. You don't you don't need to you don't need to convince them of why community of of believers is important. They're there. But then you've got the other the other aspect of people who perhaps don't see why it's important, don't want to put the time in to it. Uh, it it's it's more of a connection, like you said. How do you, how have you gone about perhaps, you know, slowly changing the thinking a little bit and change trying to change the mentality to getting them to that place where they are all in for the right reasons, right? You know, what's it, what's odd is I, I don't really have a better answer than offering more things, and, and I don't yeah. feel like that's the most kind of biblical way to do things, but if it works, it works. Um, I mean, people aren't going to be uh, plugged in if there's nowhere, you know, for, for them to plug. If, if sure, they, sure, they're yeah. holding a standard, yeah. like, three-prong American outlet, and they look around, and they're all weird, you know, it's just nothing that really connects with them sure um, right. so you have to make sure that your your ministries are broad enough in in scope uh, which is harder for a smaller church like us you know to mm. to make yeah. sure we have but but for example we just I, I had a couple of young guys um, now God, I'm 41 now I almost said 42 I don't know how I aged myself a year so young guys might mean guys in their mid to late 20s um, young guys uh, getting saved uh, coming to faith a little later in life after you know living quite a bit without Jesus and sure. coming into here going, well, where and when is the men's thing? And I'm going, mm-hmm. well, we have a bi-monthly men's breakfast where we just kind of mm-hmm. shoot the scubula and eat, you know. And, sure. and, and then we, we used to have a weekly like uh, Bible study where we would gather at a restaurant, eat a burger, and, and just – uh, this guy had this thing called the Serendipity Bible, which was basically definitely for women. Serendipity. Um, each passage okay. had like a, a icebreaker sounds like question. A white, sounds like a white rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's Ronnie Martin's alter ego. So, it's, oh, um, <laughs> Serendipity, love did, it. Did you see, by the way, the, uh, the screenshots from some of those uh, those old Joy Electric? Dude, I did. They are so good. Oh man, like. Ugh. I sent Ronnie Martin the uh, just just like so the song Monosynth the music video to that mm. one of my favorites ever. That's the ones where like, they're jumping around on the, uh, well, the giant he's keyboard. Just, he's uh, uh, I think so. he's he's like pale white. Yeah 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 yeah. It's the creepiest. And I sent it to him. Yeah, just nothing. He hates it. <laughs> In like 2014, Ted was like, "Hey, we just added this guy to the podcast." I was like, "Is that the guy from Joy Electric?" Because I was like, "Tooth and the nail head." Dude? In the yeah. 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, you too. need to see this. And I just pulled out the laptop and I showed him all of the videos, especially in Burgundy years. He made me play it like seven times. Oh, the, man. Yes. The one that's with like classic. the little castle and everything. I have DVDs yeah. of that stuff on it. Hilarious. 
I, I, so I like good. that he's a little bit sheepish about it because I could have seen he him is. going either it's way. Like, it's like his it's like his hidden past that he like will still like he still benefits from and he'll right. still reference. But when somebody else talks about it, he's like, no, 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 that wasn't me. I don't know who that was. <laughs> I love oh, it. Boy. Anyway, so we had a. Uh, yeah, um, sorry. Go ahead. It, it had died somehow. Uh, just kind of faded away. And so I sure, said, let's sure, just yeah, start yeah. something. Let's just start meeting uh, once a month, maybe and do a Bible study. So we started meeting. Uh, that turned into this homeless ministry, uh, okay. which also now we went to twice a month. And then last time one of the guys is like, well, it, you know, on the weeks that we're not meeting, everyone can come to my house and we'll just, you know, keep reading through Judges. And and I think just almost like the that fresh fire of a new believer and and the, the kind of momentum, forward momentum of something starting kind of yeah. drew a few other people that were – not as involved in stuff, but but mm-hmm. we're certainly not walking away from their faith or anything. Strong Christians, um, sure, sure. Just kind of renewed their their interest in um, coming to church a little more and, and being involved and and uh, yeah. having fellowship. Well, and it's you know the, it's those guys uh, that you were talking about that just kind of have that zeal for wanting the word, wanting that community, wanting to hang out and and talk and and uh, and and just get plugged in. Like that's 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 really that's really cool to me because. Like you said, I think when that happens, it kind of rejuvenates some people, right? Right? Who might have gotten, you know, in my case, a little lazy. It's just kind of like, ah, you know, I, I, I do enough. I do enough, right? And just kind of like rekindles that. No, no, this is this is good stuff. Like, like this is this this is what what we should be doing, right? Um, it's those kind of Christians who have that zeal and 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 give them themselves. It really, really encourages me. Really inspires me to want want to do that more. Who are the people for you, Zach? Either people that are in your church now, or people that you've read or listened to or interact with. Who are the people for you that that inspire you and kind of give you that encouragement to want to uh, have more zeal and do more that you do now? Obviously, for the right reasons, right? But who who are those people for you? Um, I think people people who have kind of a really pure love and a really pure hate for the right things, you know, like people who mm. love, I mean, really love Jesus, really love the the least of these, really love their enemies, yeah. um, and people who really, really hate sin and, and hate the flesh, uh, and I don't mean that in an ascetic way, hate their sin nature, hate the old Adam, the old Eve in them, right. Right. Um, and aren't willing to compromise with that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that when I when I see somebody exhibiting those two things together, mm-hmm. that for me is a major uh, indicator as to somebody I should be learning from, uh, yeah. following along with, etc. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Zach, being in ministry as long as you have, uh, going to women's luncheons and things of the like, I'm sure that you have uh, those those stories, those unforgettable moments that you're just in the middle of, and you're like, "What? What in the world is happening right now?" Like, I, you know, I can't. It's like an episode of The Office, right? So the question for you is: one is what is one of the most funniest or most unforgettable church experiences you have ever had? I don't know that I have one. Okay, I can, that's fine. I can yeah, I mean. hit you with a few. <laughs> okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> I can't choose just one. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, I I almost killed my secretary once. Uh, oh, yeah, I was okay. visiting her in the hospital, and uh, she had always said this little line, this funny little line, that she was uh, a diabetic, but not a practicing diabetic. Okay, um, and. <laughs> 
apparently she had made the shift to either needing to be or actually being a practicing diabetic. And uh, mm-hmm. I went in there holding her favorite drink from Big B Coffee, which was okay. full of sugar. And oh, I, I was like, here you go, Noelle. And she, she drank it while we chatted. Oops, I just said her name. Her name's Noelle. Uh, <laughs> and uh, right after she got done, she threw away the cup. They walked in. They tested her sugar. The uh, nurse, like, turned white, ran out of the room, ran back in with, like, a bag of insulin. And <laughs> she's like, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. That, what did you just do? Right. Yeah. I don't know how all that works. I just know I shouldn't have uh, given her. She shouldn't have eat, drank it. Ultimately, it was on her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's her fault. It's her fault, Zach. I think blame, all, blame her. She wasn't really, you know, yet thinking in those terms, uh, or maybe she oh, okay. assumed I knew and I was giving her a sugar-free thing. Um, two, two more. One, I uh, just heard this uh, last week. A, a former pastor of ours had just passed away. Um, okay. <coughs> fairly unexpectedly. And people were telling stories about the church when he was here and about him and his ministry and stuff. And uh, one person shared that he had been on a roll preaching about being a VIP in God's eyes. Okay. Which oh. stands for a very important person. I don't know. Right, I'm, sure sure. I'm sure the text yeah. bore it out. I don't know what he was preaching on exactly. But he kept okay. saying, you are a VIP. You know, God so loved the world. Whatever, whatever. And, and so he gets out of this riff talking about your VIP-ness. Yeah. Uh, which turns quickly into, and so, remember your VIP-ness. Uh, oh. and, and apparently he said it about 30 or 40 times, and his wife was trying to catch his eye, and everyone was like, trying not to laugh. Stop it. it. Stop and, it. But he never, and afterwards somebody pointed it out, and apparently all the tape ministry at the time uh, you know, yes, he, yes. The bulk eraser went over the history. original there, and uh, yes, no, that's no tapes right. were sent out that week. Sorry, uh, guys. We had a fire. My favorite, though, has got to be I was bringing a youth group uh, up to northern Michigan, way up north. There's a, uh, a community that's right on the edge of the lake. It's There's a prison in the community. It's very impoverished. So we okay. all went up there for a uh, week-long service trip. And... Some of these guys were staying at a really big Catholic church, and they had, like, a, the gym and everything. And yeah. a few of these guys were playing basketball, shooting hoops, just not, not, not an actual game, just, shoot, just shooting hoops. And uh, so I walk up, and, and I'm, of course, at the time, I, I'm not, this is a few years back, but I'm, I'm kind of older to them. I'm an older, middle-aging, sure, uh, sure. chubby, uh, uncool guy. Right. They are not expecting much of me. And there's a guy who's the very opposite of that, who's holding the ball, who didn't really know me very well. They just started attending right. the church back then. And right. I said, hey, hit me. And he throws me the ball. And I am I'm way behind the three-point line. I mean, I'm yeah. way back there. Now, I am not a basketball player. Okay. I All suck right. at basketball. But okay. I throw that one up. That's right. Absolute swish, nothing but net. It. And I look at this guy and said, Brett, you probably thought because I am a older, dorky, white, middle-aged pastor that I was going to suck yep. at basketball. He was like, I kind of did. I said, well, that will teach you uh, to prejudge people. And I turned around and walked away, never touched yeah. another basketball. I know. I was going to say, don't ask me to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one in a billion, man. <laughs> in fact, well, it's like you shoot, draining, like, oh, crap, now i got to say something. i got to say something clever. <laughs> I was I wasn't even expecting that. <laughs> the funny part is I had been intending to to not to put it off the backboard. 
Right. And I missed the backboard right. entirely. Yeah. It, it was totally short. If I had tr been trying to get nothing but net, it would have been like a right. foot short Just based on my, yeah. my error. So, yeah, that yeah. was pretty funny. And, and yeah. uh, I never told him. Uh, to no, this day, no, he, don't, he don't ever. Move to Milwaukee. To this day, he probably thinks I'm yeah. incredibly good at uh, basketball. All right, well, hey, Zachary, we're, we're almost done, man, but uh, not quite. Now it's time for the Monday Hot Takes. This is when I ask you a whole bunch of random questions. You give me the first thing that pops into your head. You ready for these? I don't know. By the nature of it, it sounds like I can't be, which is the fun, right? That's the gimmick? That's part of the fun, yeah. All right, yeah. All right. So, I am so, not ready for them. Good, excellent. Then here we go. All right, uh, start off with an easy one. What's one band or musical artist you're really into right now? Ooh, um, a hot take should be quick, right? Yeah, I'm but that's say... okay. I can edit out dead space. <laughs> I can I can make us sound way smarter than we are. I am really into uh, the accidentals right now. The accidentals. Okay. All right. I haven't heard of them. I'll have to check them out. Uh, what's the worst book you've ever read? It is either oh gosh, a guy from Jars of Clay wrote a novel. It was called oh. Illuminated. I don't remember what his name was, but it was so bad. And the Ted Decker, uh, Frank Peretti team up called oh, House. Yeah. House. Which yeah, was I read House. Such a disappointment. I'm like, oh, Fred, uh, Ted Decker times Frank Peretti, but it was more like Frank Peretti divided by Ted Decker. It was, it was not good. Yeah, yeah. Fred yeah. Decker's well, no good. Fred, Fred Decker's not too good. Uh, did you see the movie? No, but I really want to. That sounds oh, like yeah. A, that sounds it's, like one I it, need to watch is, with Ted. It is the largest train wreck in the world, but it's a fun train wreck. You can't take your eyes off it. Now, yeah. who's in it? Anybody famous? That sounds like something that would have <laughs> Who like do you a, No. <laughs> well, they made a movie of The Visitation, and <laughs> Edward <laughs> Furlong was in it. Did you see that That's one? That's true. No, yeah, no, I did not. No, no, but no, no, no. Uh, Kirk Cameron's not in it. Sorry. Uh, who's the guy that played Superman? The uh, Dean Cain. He's not yeah. in it. Sorry. No, I would I'm, I'm running a Dean Cain. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm running through all of the all the has been actors that are in Christian movies now. Uh, <laughs> Sean Austin, Sam Weiss, right? Yeah, he's not in what? it. What? If that guy's a Sorry. what? Dude, oh, he's yeah. not a has-been actor. That guy was in Stranger Things too. That was that was a surprise. No, well, but dude, then they guy, killed him. That guy's IMDb is consistent. <sighs> okay. The reason well, he was he's... in that Christian movie is because he's a Missouri Synod Lutheran, and that movie wasn't bad. That's okay. That's fair. Right? <laughs> I mean, on the Christian that's scale, fair. that movie was all right. On a Christian scale, it was it was fine. Yeah, yeah. But but you gotta you gotta think about what what the Christian scale is though. Like it's 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 it's, it's not it's shifting, man. There's been a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I hope so. I, I hope was just so. promoting uh, the chosen uh, on another podcast the other day. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Chosen. I've seen the chosen. trailers for it. It's okay. insane. It is it right. is better than ninety nine percent of television. Wow. Okay. Well, you heard it here here first, folks. Go check out the chosen. Um, all right, all right, Zach. Th th uh, this should be an easy one for you, but we'll see. If you could send three people in a rocket up to space with the express knowledge that you know they're not coming back, who are these three people? They're not going to die in space. They just live. No, the rest no, of their lives no. In space. They're going to colonize Mars with Elon Musk. It's fine. They're just okay. never coming right. back. Well, I'm thinking yeah. of culpability. I, a lot of this kind yeah. of ethics no, no, and no, philosophy no. stuff. No. There's no, there's no ethics. Divinity school. There is, there is no ethics or philosophy here. It's literally who are three people you don't like. That's literally the See, question. That's, I yeah. don't feel like I can answer that question. Um, can they still tweet from Mars, or are we not even going to? 
Do you enjoy their? Sure, sure, sure. Why not? I will will make this as easy for you to answer as possible. (laughs) I want to still be able to uh, to reference Jonathan Merritt's tweets. Oh yes, yeah. Okay. Probably, I would just say whoever the top three minds are, or the top three content providers. I know the names, Mm. but I'm not going to say them. At Pulpit and Pen. Ooh, you're on yeah, the okay. ship. You're on. You're out of here. That uh, is adios. That's all we need. Hundred percent. Yep. Everything will be better. Um, okay. Besides war and diplomacy, what would be the best way for s- countries to settle disputes? Barnum's Piper said rock paper scissors. No, he said tug of war. Yeah, he said. Tug I don't of think war. we would do great at that, honestly. I mean, think about like I don't the know. Russians would beat us. Like there's well, hardier people than Americans we've got, eating we've nothing got, but fast food over here. We've got obesity on our side though. Just, just, just. I mean, they can be the right, anchor. Dead weight. Dead, yeah, just literally sit down. Just, just sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a bunch of Ivan Dragos who've been running around like a like a futuristic Bally's Total Fitness, getting injected That's with true. Like green like stuff. That's true. Like they're going to they're gonna be able to pull you. I don't like that. I don't like rock That's paper fair. scissors. That leaves too much to chance. Um, yeah. Certainly not a soccer match because then we would become, you know, oh. last at the table. I yep. think maybe. Always. I guess basketball. Dream team. Okay. Yeah? Let's do it. Basketball. All right. Works for me. All right. All right, Zach. Best and worst genre of music. Best genre of music is 90s pop punk. Oh, my, worst my genre. wife will love you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a big she's a big punk, punk rock. Okay. Oh, yeah. She loves it. Worst genre yeah. is definitely like country western music. Um, uh, agree. 100%. Literally. It makes me want to open a vein. I can't handle it. Um, okay. What do you resent paying for the most? See, I'm, I'm not a big, like, complainer about having to pay for stuff kind of guy. Like, I'm not, like, a taxes or theft libertarian. <laughs> um, I guess sewer, right? Sure. When you, when you yeah. get the you're, bill you're and paying, it's, like, water yeah. and sewer and they break it down and they're like, right. this much is water and this much is sewer. And I'm like, you don't actually know how much... Right went into the suit there's no meter down there i know that for a fact you're assuming it should i feel like at this point in the podcast we need like 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 a cartoon tv show like flash to the guy whose job it is to actually meter and he's like really like he's in the sewer right now like like measuring is like this is a job I like how you did like a dipstick. Yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, be, like, oh yeah. Like That's what that means. 12.5 inches. This stuff didn't break down. Charge him. We're moving on here. We're moving on. Um, what fashion trend needs to be brought back? Braided belts that hang down funny. Um, Braided belts. Let's see. Polo. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Skip what? that oh. one. Rugby's. Skip it. Rugby's. Rugby's. That was like my whole. Okay. When, when, when I was in high school. Uh, that yeah. was basically 90% of my waist-up wardrobe. Okay, uh, Zach, so this is going to be a hard one because both you and I are big uh, film film guys. But uh, what is one of your favorite scenes from any movie? Okay, um, I'm going to uh, – let me give you a couple here. <laughs> okay, all I right. I can't all choose. Right. Right. <laughs> Here's one. In The Apostle, okay. when uh, Billy Bob Thornton shows up, and yeah. uh, interrupts the service, uses the N-word, and yep. uh, Duvall's like, come outside a minute, and beats the crap out of him. I love that scene. <laughs> also the one later where he comes back to bulldoze the church and ends up getting saved. Um, yeah. I would say the scene in the scene in the Burbs, when everybody goes to the Klopex house in order to get to know them, 
at Sardine, that one. Um, okay. Probably the scene in uh, Boondock Saints when Rocco shows up to whack the mob guys and he doesn't know that the McManus brothers are there and they pull him in and pretend they're gonna they're gonna whack him. Yeah, that'll that'll do. Okay. All right. All right. Well done. All right. If you were a pro wrestler, what would your entrance song be? I wouldn't be a pro wrestler. It's N A. If I were a okay. boxer. Okay. How about okay? There we go. Boxer. What um, song gets you hyped? Lose yourself. Maybe if that's not overplayed. Um, or or here comes the boom by Pod. And and I recognize Here's, that's okay. putting me firmly in like white trash territory. But oh well. <laughs> You've seen the movie Here Comes the Boom, right? With Kevin James. That I haven't, but I saw like the preview and it, it intrigued me. It's funny. It's funny. Go watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Zach, coffee or tea? Coffee. Didn't you see that okay. list earlier? Yeah, that's true. I was, yeah, I, I, for, I forgot about the list. All right, is there one app that you use but you hate? Let me show you something, man. Oh, what? It's pixelated. What? Is that a Blackberry? It's a Palm Pilot. Oh, it's a Palm Pilot. Sorry, it's pictured, but that's amazing. All, I, all res- of the respect apps. levels just went up. All the apps that I have are on, on except for CastBox by, yep. and Audible, are, are on my Palm Pilot. I, I That's don't really... amazing. All right, favorite movie. You have to choose one, Zach. If you, one. if you, It's one movie. I can't do that, man. I, it's like saying favorite media, and you're like, hold on. Do you mean movie or music or what? And you're like, no, I have to choose one. Uh, because fine, fine. Pick a genre. Pick a genre, and I'll give you a favorite movie. Oh, my gosh. You're going to make me do that. Uh, Action, Die Hard, obviously. I'm not a communist. Okay. <laughs> Drama, it'd have to be The Drama. End of the Spear. Uh, and uh, comedy, probably the aforementioned The Birds. Okay. If you had to do karaoke, what would be your karaoke song? My favorite song to do is uh, Somebody to Love uh, by <sighs> Jefferson Airplane. And I do it as close to the style of Jim Carrey in The Cable Guy as possible. That's amazing. Well, on that note, we are closing out... Before I do, Zach, let our listeners know where they can find you, where they can listen to you, where they can read you, where they can watch you, whatever the case may be, man. Rolling out the red carpet. Go for it. Uh, www.zacharybartles.com. You can find all my books, my podcasts, and my sermons, and my my social media, everything from that, that uh, website there. Sounds good. ZacharyBartles.com. Awesome. Well, hey, everyone, you know what you can do. You can head on over to iTunes, leave us a raving review and a five-star rating. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Music, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast, we are there. Head on over to Facebook.com slash Everyday Monday Podcast, Instagram at Everyday Monday Pod. Thanks again to Zachary Bartles for being a guest on. We really appreciate it, man. No problem. Oh, and don't forget to buy my ebook, Cobra Kai and Sanctification. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. That sounds amazing. Go buy it. Go do it right now. Thank you all for joining us in the trenches today. We will catch you on the next step of Everyday a Monday.